everybody it's your boy McQuinn and I'm back with another episode of the yup I said it podcast and I am here live at new wave studios shout out to new wave studios if you want to book a session you already know hit us up on instagram at new waves grom or go to newwavesgrom.com we got you we made it to episode 60 y'all episode 60 I got 60 of them things and because we on episode 60 I want to touch up on a few things that we need to touch up on. This episode is called The Misconceptions of McQuinn Part Two. Because about a year ago, I shot an episode called The Misconceptions of McQuinn, but I think we need to do a part two because there were some that I didn't get to touch up on and there are some that I need to go ahead and emphasize. For example, this one right here, for the last time, for the umpteenth time, I don't want nobody to ask me this no more. For some of you that have just met me, for some of y'all that haven't listened to this podcast or went back and listened to episode 19, The Misconceptions of McQuinn, I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now. No, I am not gay. No, I am not bisexual. No, I am not attracted to men in any way. All right? Let's get that out of the way. Quit asking me because it's annoying as fuck. I get it. I'm larger than life. I wear loud shit. I value my appearance. And I'm very meticulous on how I look when I am out. I'm sorry that people here are out of touch with that. I'm from Los Angeles, California. I'm from a city where stars are born and where stars are made, a la me. So you have to look like somebody if you want to be taken seriously. Even if you're wearing some loud shit, you got to look like something. You got to stand out. And that's just how I am. I like to stand out and I'm into unique looks because that's when I feel the most confident because that's what I feel like me. So if I got on some glitter shoes, if I got on some rhinestones, this or whatever, if I'm out here glistening, respect my motherfucking drip, okay? I'm very straight and I like women. I'm very, very straight. Now, this isn't a knock or a diss towards gay people or bisexual people or anyone towards the LGBTQ community. I got love for y'all and I respect y'all greatly. So, now that we got that first misconception out of the way, the next misconception is a lot of you don't think I know what I know. I know a lot more than you think. I'm a Virgo, an August Virgo at that. I'm a human lie detector. I can sense bullshit and I can sense when people are in trying to insult my intelligence. But I like to just play along, play stupid, take it with a grain of salt. I already know what it is when people are spewing bullshit out of their mouths. 
I'm already knowing the game. So if you think that you're fooling me, you're only playing yourself. But I don't need to tell you that because I just let you, let you have it. I let you spill your little bullshit and I just go along with it. But I know most of y'all are cap. I know most of y'all don't stand on what you really say. I know most of y'all aren't as solid as you claim to be. And that's okay. But just understand that I see right through it. And there's no fooling me. I've been out here for a long time now. I've been all over the world. I've been in places that you'll never in your life go to. Not trying to sound like a dick. I'm just telling you the truth. So I know a lot of things that you don't think that I know. And I'm a communications major. I study this shit. I study body language. I study how people feel and how they deliver things and what they say. I study this shit. I'm getting a degree for it. So <laughs> you try to play a, a comms major, man, you just, you bugging. People try to say that that degree is bullshit, but all right. I know a whole lot of comms majors that are making great money, at least six figures with a communications degree. So yeah, fuck all that other shit y'all talking about. My next misconception, you know what, I think this episode is going to be a short episode. It's probably going to be short, but that's okay because I like to keep my shit short and tweet as you know. The next mix, the, uh, 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 stumbling over my words. The next misconception about me is people think because I hang around a lot of females and I have a lot of female friends that I'm fucking around with them or I'm entertaining them. Especially women, they think this. Honestly, when I hear that, you're just showing me that you're insecure. You're telling me off the rip that you're insecure and that you're an egu person. For some of you that don't know, egu is chamorro for jealous. So because I got hot homegirls, don't mean I'm fucking with none of them. Honestly, my homegirls bring value to my life. They add to me. They make me better. They hold me accountable. They buy me drinks. <laughs> when I go out, I don't got to buy drinks. They buy me drinks. I get to go out and, and vibe with some baddies that pay for my alcohol. Even though a lot of the times when I'm out, I choose not to drink anyway because I'm not really a drinker like that. Even though it's Midori Sour Gang, you know what it is. It's Midori Sour Gang. But still, yeah, I'll drink, but I'm one of those guys that can do without. I can do without the alcohol. I don't need it. Like when I'm out, I'll have a night or two where I'm like, yo, I'm not drinking alcohol. I'm cool. And people are pressuring me to buy me drinks and shit. But I'm just like, nah, fam, I'm good. I don't want to drink tonight. I got to wake up early in the morning. I'll try to make up something to not drink because nowadays you have to do that. You can't just, you can't just give them a, a simple no because you just don't want to. Apparently, you don't have control of your body when it comes to not wanting to drink alcohol. You got to have a valid reason. You got to fucking tell these people that you that you allergic to it or that you sick or something just for them to leave you the fuck alone. Weird, right? But yeah, man, my homegirls, they, they bring so much to my life. They make me better in so many fucking ways. They, they hold me accountable and they give me warning 
on if there is somebody that I do want to talk to or if there's someone that I have interest in, if they may know, if they may know that female or they may have some kind of information about her, they'll give me the green light or they'll give me the red light. And I know my homegirls will never do anything to steer me in the wrong direction. They're going to always keep it real with me. They're going to always have my back. You know what I'm saying? When shit got hard for me out here, shit, a lot of my homegirls were the ones that was there for me. Yeah, of course I got my homeboys, so I got my homies, but my homegirls really was, was real and solid and held it down for me. Was there for me when I needed somebody to talk to. Was there for me when I needed a, a female perspective on certain things. They were there for me. They were there to listen to me. They were there to hear me out. And they were there to educate me and to give me advice and to give me different perspectives. And I'm very appreciative of that. So for any females out there, whoever I do try to talk to or whatever, be on some shit like, oh, you, you, you be hanging out with all these females. And, uh, hey, look, hush. Don't be so fucking insecure. Yo, come hang out with my homegirls. Come hang out with me with my homegirls. And you'll see why I fuck with them so heavy. You'll see why they're such a vibe. And they'll let you know that you're making the right choice by fucking with me. That should be a good thing if, if attractive women are comfortable around me and they fuck with me. That should be a green flag. That right there should just let you know that I'm respectful. I don't be trying no funny shit. I protect them from idiots out there. And when they get a little too under the influence, I make sure that they're safe. I'm there for them just like how they're there for me. And I'm not going to cut any of them out of my life because you're insecure and to protect your feelings. Nah, I tweeted before, like I said, hey, next female that's trying to fuck with me, you got to get approval from my homegirls first. So if my homegirls don't fuck with you, I don't fuck with you neither, boo. I'm sorry. Yup, I said it. Shit. My homegirls gonna, gonna get me to the promised land. Fuck you mean. <laughs> All right. Now the next, <laughs> the next misconception. Despite what I say and or post, I'm actually a really nice guy. People think because of what I say on social media, they think that I'm an asshole off the rip because I speak my mind and I am very opinionated and I'm not afraid to, to say it like it is or at least how I feel. So I see people on Twitter get upset about what I say and they'll quote tweet me or whatever or they'll subtweet me and say, oh, this guy's a real asshole. Oh, tell that, tell that black dude to shut the fuck up about, and I see all of it. And it just, it just makes me laugh because I'm like, yo, have you, have you not read my bio? It's, it literally says it's only entertainment. Yeah, there may be some truth to the things that I, that I say, but it's all so we can laugh at the truth because sometimes the truth is funny. Shit, God got a sense of humor, so why can't I? If God didn't have a sense of humor, then why is there a such thing as laughter? Why does comedy exist? Why do certain things and certain people make you laugh if God doesn't have a sense of humor? Hey, if you're not used to my humor, that's fine. But to write me off and try to say 
I'm this and I'm that. And it just is honestly, you're just judging me because you you take something that I say on the internet so seriously to the point where you're already judging my character and me as a person and you've never spoken to me a day in your life. You probably haven't even seen me. You've just seen some images and you've seen some stuff that I said on the internet. <laughs> but it's funny because once them same people that talk about me and talk about how much they can't stand me, once they meet me, they in love with me. They love some McQuinn. Soon as they get to know me, they love me. They're like, oh, my God, you're so fucking chill, bro. I'm like, yeah, I know. Too bad you didn't think that before. Goofy ass. That's what you get when you judge a book by its cover. Dog, I'm like I'm like that song on the CD that you skip. You finally listen to it, and you're like, oh, this is the best song on the album. Yeah, you kept on skipping me. You kept on sleeping on me until you realized how motherfucking fire I was. Just give your boy a chance. Now, this is probably my favorite one, and it kind of piggybacks off the whole me having hella female friends. I'm sorry that I'm pre-selected because I'm a confident guy, and attractive women gravitate towards confident men because I know who I am, and I'm secure with myself. But my favorite one, and the last one, I'm not a player, I'm not a fuckboy. Despite what you may think, I'm neither of those things. Am I single? Yes. But just because I'm single doesn't mean I'm celibate. Don't get it fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing me. But because I'm doing me, that doesn't mean I'm a fuckboy for it. That doesn't mean I'm a player for it. Because I'm very honest with my intentions. Now, players and fuckboys act as if they're one thing, but they're doing another thing. They're playing. They're manipulating your mind. They're selling you a dream. I don't do that. I don't do that at all. I don't sell dreams. I let people know what it is. And I also tell people that, yo, if somebody's asking me what I'm looking for, I'll tell them 100%. I'm looking for a vibe. I'm looking for somebody to, to kick it with and to have a good time with. I'm not opposed to the idea of a relationship. I wouldn't mind being in a relationship. I just haven't found the right one. And I'm not going to settle just for the sake of being in a relationship, just to, for the sake of having the validation of saying, oh, I'm with somebody and somebody's with me. You know what I'm saying? And honestly, a lot of the times, it ends up in bullshit. This is why I'm, I'm not a firm believer in putting all your eggs in one basket. Because every time that I have put all my eggs in one basket, I come out on the other end looking stupid. You know, I give my all into a person and then I leave with nothing and now I have to start over and I have to rebuild and put all the pieces back together. That's one of the worst feelings in the world. And I move with my intentions pure. And still, 
it ends up with bullshit. I've been solid to any and every woman that I've tried to pursue, right? And I kept it 100 with them in hopes that they would keep it 100 with me. And, and I would tell them, like, you know, I want to take my time because I'm not there. And I'm not because it takes me some time for you to grow on me because I don't want to rush into anything, and rightfully so. And then the moment where, you know, they grow on me and I'm starting to, like, feel them, I'm starting to fuck with them, now all of a sudden I get this hot and cold shit. People switch up on me. Now all of a sudden they're not ready or they're going through something or whatever the case may be, all these different things that I hear. And this is just things that I've heard from different women that I've encountered since I've been back on Guam, because that's really when I started getting back into the dating scene is when I got back to Guam. I was, I was in my whole phase when I moved off island. I'm going to tell you that now. And, and a lot of the results have been, have been the same. And then when we just kind of decided to just, you know, go our separate ways or is this one of those things where, well, fuck it. Nobody's been communicating with whoever, so fuck it. Next thing you know, <laughs> next thing you know, they're in a fucking relationship with somebody else. And I'm just like, you could have just told me. You could have just kept it real with me. I would have been okay with it. And I would respect you for just being honest with me. It's none of this tiptoeing and all that shit. I'm a grown-up. You don't think it's the first time I've been rejected? It ain't going to be the last time I get rejected or somebody else get chose over me. This is a part of the game. This is life. Not everybody going to choose you. You're not going to get a yes from everybody. And shit, I didn't been rejected plenty of times. I can handle it. What I don't fuck with is when people just don't want to keep it real because they think they're protecting your feelings by just covering shit up and by going behind your back and capping. And honestly... When, when people do that shit, it really, it really does me a favor because now I get to kind of see who they really are. And now I know that if you couldn't be solid with me and we wasn't even serious like that, how would I expect you to be solid with me if we were serious? How would I expect you to be solid and have my back when shit get real? How would I expect you to hold me down when I need somebody to be there. If you can't even keep it real <laughs> at the talking stage. <laughs> and I'm not trying to single nobody out. I'm not trying to call out nobody individually. I'm just speaking on, I'm just speaking on in general from the different women that I've dealt with over the years. That's all. So if you feel like you're getting singled out, I'm not singling you out, sweetie. I always try to end these talking stages or whatever or short-term dating stages. I try to end them off on good terms because I don't, I don't got hate. I'm not going to let somebody have the kind of power over, over me to make me hate them. I'm not going to have that resentment because what the fuck is it going to do for me? I move forward and I move up. So letting somebody who wasn't even that serious about me or who pretended to be but then turned out they weren't, let them have that kind of power over me? That's just dumb. For what? What is that going to do for me? That ain't getting me nowhere. That ain't making me more money. That ain't making my grades better. 
That ain't getting me in better shape. That's just bringing me down. Nah, we always on the up and up. Like my big bro always say, spaceships don't come equipped with rear view mirrors, man. We moving up and we ain't looking back. You know what I'm saying? And this shit is just funny because I get labeled all these different things. But yet, a lot of these women are fucking hypocrites because they're doing the same thing that they accuse me of doing. <laughs> and they're trying to gaslight it on me. And I just find that shit funny. I'm sorry that I don't want to settle. I don't want to settle for less. You know, who am I to, to lower my standards and come down to your level? I've been at your level before. Shit, what were most of y'all doing by the time you turned 21? I'll tell you what I was doing by the time I turned 21. I had already seen the world. I had already had a career. I had already been on my own. I don't live at home. I don't need my mom and my pops. I made a life for myself at the age of 17 before I was legally a man. And y'all expect me to come down to your level. <laughs> hey, like I always say, man, you trying to fuck with me, either step up or step aside. Yup, I said it. I'll help you get there. But I'm going to hold you to a certain standard. I'm going to hold you accountable. I'm not just one of these niggas out here that just want to keep you around and just lay up and fuck you. You could do that without dating, honestly. But no, nah, if we're dating, you're a representation of me and vice versa. Whoever fuck with me is going to look good because you're fucking with me. Because I look good regardless. My reputation is solidified out here. But you know, if you fuck with me, you're a representation of me. And if you make me look bad, you make yourself look bad. And you don't want that. And that's some of the pressure I don't think some of these people want to face. And that's okay. That is fine with me. That's fine. And I'm cool with being single until I find somebody who actually want to fuck with me. And shit. I'm going to have that moment when I pop out with a motherfucking baddie and niggas going to be like, oh, okay, Q, I see you, bro. I see you. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather, I'd rather it be that way than to just settle for the sake, of, for the sake of, of having the validation of being in a relationship. I'd much rather fucking take my time and trust the process and pop out with a, okay, I see you, bro, than to just settle and hop on anything and pop out with a, as long as you're happy, bro. <laughs> I know I did a little side rant based off of this misconception, but I'm not a fuck boy. I'm not a player. I'm not a city boy, city boy. Now, if you try to fuck with me, you try to play with me, then you just might get that. All I'm going to say right now is to anybody who these misconceptions about me apply to and you, and you think these certain things about me, all I'm going to say is this. Don't try to play checkers with a nigga that's playing chess. Now, that has been another episode of the Yup, I Said It podcast. Be sure to follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Yup, I Said It pod. Don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Yup, I Said It. 
and available on all streaming platforms. Subscribe now so that way you never miss out on the most electrifying and entertaining podcast on Guam. Yup, I said it. Y'all have fun, love life, and love yourselves. Peace.